It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. You're locked on NHL, your daily podcast on the National Hockey League. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On NHL Podcast. This is the monthly hockey card special of the Locked On NHL Pod. I'm your host, Mike DiStefano from TSN 1050 Toronto Radio, also the host of Locked On Leafs, and I'm joined here by my co-host, Bird Bouchard, sports card investor and YouTuber with Red Cape Sports. Bird, what's happening? Hey, Mike, what's going on? So excited to be back for yet another episode. Um, You know, I feel like every month this is something that I'm really just looking forward to, and I hope that the people listening out there uh, think the exact same way. I hope so, too, because we go back and forth literally almost every single day when it comes to sports card investing. Um, yes, and, we do. And, and, you know, we've we've done a lot of other side content on top of what we're doing here. This is our monthly show where, uh, and if you missed the first couple months, you know, you can go back and check it out. Uh, we did one in July, and we did one in August. Now this is our September show. And our July and August shows were really just kind of uh, introductory, I guess, courses to investing in hockey. So if you're you're new to the podcast and you're kind of interested, you're like, oh, this this kind of sounds interesting, and you're, you want to know a little bit more of the nitty-gritty about, uh, you know, some tips and tricks to getting into hockey card investing, go check out those other episodes because they're also really great. Um, and then, you know, once you... Once you know the basics, then you'll understand a little bit more what we're talking about uh, on a regular basis. So uh, let's get to it, man. Like the sports card market is going wild right now. It's it's absolutely insane, um, and it's bleeding into hockey as well. Game by game, cards are yo-yoing up and down in value. Um, so let's get to it. Let's start discussing some of the big risers of the week. We got some news that we got to get to, and uh, we're gonna play some buy, sell, hold. And it's gonna to, uh, this game that we're gonna play is going to go around defensemen because. Because there's some big-time D-men right now that are really starting to make some waves, make some noise. And I do want to have a conversation about them because I think the old guard that defensemen can't make you money and they're not worth investing in, I think that is changing. And I'll tell you why later in the show. So keep keep listening and we'll get to that. But first, let's talk about some of the news that's going on um, within the hockey card market itself. We had a new product actually come out, the first product of 2020, 2021, which is super weird because we haven't even finished the 2019, 2020 season yet. So this is honestly just super bizarre and weird for it to be happening. The fact that they're not delaying any of this stuff is kind of bizarre um, in and of itself. But uh, MVP, which is the first product that comes out every single year, launched uh, last weekend. And let me just say this. If you're new to hockey cards and you're not sure what you want to invest in or what you think will be investable, and you're one of those guys who, you know, you, you head out to Walmart or you head out to your local card shop and you're just looking to buy anything just because you think that, you know, you could open up a, a really cool card that's going to be worth a lot of money. MVP is not that. It is not your friend. It is quite literally just a 25 to $30 uh, pack of toilet paper that you can wipe your ass with, and that is pretty much 
uh, all that is good for. Like, it's honestly a very, very trash product, and I do not recommend you going out and investing in this. Don't buy this product, people. Seriously, don't no. buy it. It has little to no resale value whatsoever. If you want a couple of the PC cards of players that you like out of it, just go ahead and scoop them up in a month. You could get them for, like, a buck or two, honestly. Like, it's not an expensive thing. I was curious to see what last year's number one pick card came out of. And here's the weird part. So a lot of these cards that that come out in MVP, they don't have uh, the players. They haven't quite played in their on their teams yet, so they don't have photos for the rookies. So what they do is they essentially have redemptions. And if you're new to, to sports cards, redemptions are the devil because that means that you have to scratch it off. A, sometimes you don't know what the redemption is. In this case, they'll just say redemption, first pick, or redemption, um, you know, number five or something like that. And then you got to kind of figure out what it is. For these ones, uh, it'll say, like, redemption, first overall pick. So I was curious to see what last year's number one pick went for, and that was uh, obviously Jack Hughes. Do you know what you can get that card for today? Oh, man. Um, Jack Hughes, well, I mean, even comparing it to something sought after that people would want. And they're short printed, um, too. Keep that in mind. Yeah, but the reality is, and and I, I really, really, really liked your analogy um, uh, about what this MVP product is good for Toilet being paper? absolutely nothing. <laughs> Toilet paper, right? I, I mean, literally, you might as well grab your Zippo lighter and, and just light, light a $20 bill on fire because that's essentially what you're doing with that product. From, from, uh, from an investment standpoint, it just makes no sense, right? You're literally spending basically the same amount of money and on one hand you can get something that's actually worth something and on the other hand you can just go ahead and you know buy some some coronavirus toilet paper um (laughs) realistically that's what it is um but to answer your question here mike i i don't think that card could you just said something that makes me think that this could be worth something down the road. If we're supposed to be going into a no, second wave. No, I don't. Wave, I do not think this could be worth no, something. No, no, I don't no, no, think no, no, this no. could possibly be worth more than $15. Hear me out. Hear me out. If you think, if if the world believes that we're going into a second wave and we start running out of toilet paper down the road, I mean, then MVP, MVP will finally be worth something. Exactly. So maybe you should start stocking up on it now. <laughs> maybe so, but. Um, <laughs> It, until the zombies and the apocalypse start to come, uh, you know, just keep that product on the shelf, um, at least uh, so people who who go into their WalMarts, go into their Targets, um, and any other card sports shop, at least we'll be able to say, you know what, there's still products left on the shelf. Yeah. If you are that that that's a thing too, right? It's it's important to establish between investing and collecting. And this is this is a product that's more so for collectors that just want to rip and have some fun. And you know, if that's what all you want to do, then go ahead, go go and buy this product. But this is an investing podcast, and we're kind of teaching you about how to invest in cards and put a little cash in your pocket um, as we navigate through the the hockey card market. And MVP is not going to do that for you. So. Although no. you may go to the, you know your your local Walmart or your local card shop and see that there's a new product, a fresh product out there, don't get it because it's absolute trash and it's not going to make you any money whatsoever. So um, that that's I just did want to want to talk about that just in case you know some people mm-hmm. did see it out there and they're like oh MVP oh my god a 2021 product like this is cool you know what what what's in here nothing trash. Don't get it if you're looking exactly. to uh, to invest. Um, this kind of leads me to a conversation that you and I had uh, earlier today, actually, and we were just kind of setting up when we were going to do this call, and we were discussing sealed product. And for those who aren't sure what sealed product is, it's quite exactly what it sounds like. It's It's, you know, a pack or a box of cards or a hobby box or a blaster box of cards that's still sealed, meaning you haven't opened it yet. So it's... It's a bunch of lottery tickets, essentially. Inside could be a, a bunch of packs that have nothing in it, or inside could be a, you know, a pack that has a, a Sidney Crosby or, or a McDavid or a McKinnon autograph in it. You don't know, and that's why the value is so is, is, it's tempting for people to buy into these, into these sealed products. It's huge in other sports, but not as much in hockey, right? Um, 
for some reason, I, I, I just, well, I guess I know the reason is just because hockey, there's not as much people, so the supply and demand isn't quite there. But mm. we were having a conversation that this year may be a time where you can think about investing in sealed product and holding. Um, why do you think that is? Well, um, you know, and, and honestly, I, I really hate to jump back and forth into sports, but when we will when we look at sealed product and when we look at a product, let's say prism basketball. Now prism basketball, obviously this year it was different. We had some mega superstar names in John Morant, who just recently won rookie of the year and maybe even the bigger name uh, being Zion Williamson. Now these were products that in a few months uh, went from 300 to 1300. So in a few months you could make, thousand dollar profit and whether or not when nhl products come out whether or not uh you know they're superstar names and obviously there are superstar names i personally believe that the market itself is growing and with more people trying to get into this and just trying to get their hands-on products because as we both know it can be very difficult whether you go to walmart target or your local card shop it's very difficult to get your hands-on products and the more difficult it is, the more these prices of sealed wax, as we call it, starts to go up in price. And I feel like, you know, it hockey's only going to continue the trend that we're currently seeing. And, you know, investors in the States as well, I, I think that it's, it's a little harder for them to get hockey, just like it's kind of yes. harder for us to get football and baseball and basketball. For them, it's it's hockey that doesn't show up that often in in their stores, and you know sometimes there are some die-hard hockey collectors out there that want to open some product and just can't get their hands on it, and might have to resort to coming uh, up up to, to to Canadians and and saying, hey, what do you guys got? We're willing to pay more than retail value for this, and that's when it becomes expensive, right? That's when when you start to make money off a of sealed product. You, you got to hold it a little bit. The flipping game isn't going to work in hockey. I think that's the difference between sealed and hockey compared to other sports whereas in like you said with the prism you can literally within two weeks to three weeks you could mm-hmm. make a good amount of money i mean you could buy it literally that day and flip it for, for and make a 50 percent profit if it's a, if it's basketball it's absolutely insane right now maybe even double your profit just by buying it and being at the right place at the right time and if you see it on the shelves for hockey it's not quite that simple i think for hockey if you're looking into investing in sealed it's more of a hold and wait type deal until it becomes uh, very uh, scarce to find in the stores. And then when people are looking to go and get it, oh, look at that, you still have some. And it's usually, you know, it's it's going to be much more in demand and then you can end up getting a, a decent price out of it. Um, exactly. So I want to talk about Upper Deck Series 1, which is supposed mm. to come out in November. And de- talking about whether or not this is going to be worth investing in to hold or not, and I think it comes down to one thing, and that's whether or not Alexi Lafreniere is going to be inside this set, because I right. think there's only a handful of sets that I probably would say um, was worth investing in in the past that is is worth money today, where you could have made a decent amount of money, and that's McDavid's rookie year and Crosby's rookie year. Other than those you're not looking at much uh, much that's investable in terms of holding on to this product, or not a huge investment at least. You probably could make a couple of bucks if you sell like a McKinnon you know, 13, 14 box or something like that, but right. nothing like you could if you're selling for McDavid or Crosby. Could yeah, exactly. Alexi Lafreniere, however, jump into that and, and be somebody who's worth investing in and holding into his box because you know, down the road, when this is a, a potentially multi-hundred-dollar card, these boxes become coveted. Well, I'll say this. I believe Alexi Lafreniere is going to be a generational talent. Um, not only is he an original six team, he's, he's playing on Broadway. What, what better stage um, than to play on Broadway with a young, up-and-coming New York Rangers team um, like I said, right, the spotlight is their form. And the Rangers, honestly, yes, I'm a Rangers fan, but we have not done well in a very, very long time. I believe our last cup was 1994. So you do the math there and, you know, 
it's basically been a quarter century. Now, what I'm getting at here is, for the most part, young guns when they when they first come out, unless you're an absolute stud superstar, these young guns aren't going to be a lot. I mean, anyone who's recently listened to our past episodes can know. Hey, you know what? There's a lot of young guns that you can buy for literally five dollars, and then eventually, um, you know, you can make some pretty good money by flipping said investments. However, for the most part, you know, you go to your your local store, you buy a box, let's say for 20 bucks, you are going to come out in the negative and more times than not, I would argue, if you spend the $20 or the $25, however much you spend, you're going to end up with less money in terms of, uh, of profit. However, if Alexi Lafreniere happens to be in series one, and if the hype is there, and if the Rangers start performing well, and if Alexi starts putting up these unreal stats, again, like they say he's going to, then I believe you might be better off to hold your product. And again, it's not just Alexi. What if a guy like Quentin Byfield's in there? Or realistically, the rest of that draft class. If that draft class performs well, you're almost better off to hold the product and double maybe even triple your money which is more than likely going to be the smarter investment strategy than just spending a big chunk of money up front and hoping to get alexi you left out probably the number one sought after card that'll most likely be in series one next year what's that yoel kivaranta well you're not wrong there (laughs) Like I said, you're not wrong again, right? I was just making, uh, I guess, just making a point that for most people, right? For most, Alexi Lafreniere and Quentin Byfield, who are obviously projected to be one and two overall draft picks, for most people, those are also some sought-after names. Uh, Just quick side note, unbelievable story uh, of Yoel Kivaranta scoring a hat trick. Honestly, just who I didn't even know who this guy was. I've never heard of him in my life. And he all of a sudden (laughs) scores a hat trick in game seven to send the Dallas Stars to uh, the Western Conference final and eliminate Nate McKinnon in in the Colorado Avalanche. Just an unbelievable story. And, um, you know, right away I went and checked eBay. I was like, let's see what this guy's rookie card's at. Because if he's only a buck or two, I might buy a couple just for the hype. And uh, it wasn't there. And I was like, oh, okay. So he doesn't have a card yet. So he's he's one of those guys who you could see getting inserted into Series 1 because they made their debuts um, after the update came out. Uh, and those are the type of guys you see being inserted into the, the, the first Upper Deck Series 1 product of the year. So keep an eye out for this guy. If he goes off uh, the rest of the playoffs, I assume that he'll end up getting to some games here on out. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, Series 1, it's not just Byfield. It's not just Lafreniere. But it's also my man, Kivaranta, as well. Uh, <laughs> hey, put some respect on him. What's up, guys? Trey Matthews of Locked On Devils here, and let me tell you about Discover Debit Cash Back. Wings for the game? Boom, cash back. New lucky jersey? Boom, cash back. Even a last-minute ice run could score you some cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cash Back Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. Look in sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the W, but you know what's a guaranteed win? Discover Cash Back Debit. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. All right, let's talk about some other big performances that have gone on in the NHL playoffs that have resulted in a big spike of their card prices. Um, And the one that I think that really sticks out right now is Thatcher Demko. Thatcher Demko mm-hmm. has been absolutely amazing for Vancouver. Uh, they were down 3-1 in the series to Vegas. And full uh, full disclosure, we are recording this just before the Vegas-Vancouver uh, Game 7 series is about to go underway. So, you know, by the time a lot of you listen to this, you'll know the result of that game. And, and maybe Demko ends up, you know, crapping the bed um, and his card plummets. But as of now, that card right now, after the outstanding performance that he had in Game uh, 5 and six has gone all the way from 10 bucks up to 50 60 dollars and that's probably the biggest riser of the week and it's absolutely insane (laughs) 
Yeah, I, I mean, th- this was something that really jumped out to me. Um, you know, I was watching the game yesterday, and obviously um, I was pulling for the Canucks because for whatever reason, I, I'm really not a big Vegas fan. Uh, can't quite wrap my finger around it. But regardless. Oh, Canadian um, boy, go for the lone Canadian club still in the still in, uh, still in in the playoffs. Maybe that's it, right? Maybe it's because uh, I love the captain and Bo Horvat. Saw him play a few times. And uh, JT Miller, another guy who I was investing in. But let me tell you this, Mike. His his young gun was $8 as of August 27th. August 27th was not a long time ago. (laughs) I believe that was exactly a week ago um, (laughs) as of the recording of this. So $8 you could have purchased his card for. And... All of a sudden, uh, you can't I mean, get what's it for under 50. For 55, 60 bucks? You can't get it it's... under 50. You can't. Exactly. So, to me, you know, and obviously I'm sure that this guy, you know, young gun card price will more than likely be, be brought up in the buy, sell, hold game later on in the episode. But it's, I mean, you know, you can make some good cases to even buy his card because this is a young up and coming goalie. And I know that me and you were, were kind of having this discussion earlier because I believe he's just 24 years old. And obviously, um, whether it be on the Canucks or anywhere else, whatever his future has to hold, I believe he's going to be a pretty good goalie. And obviously, you're pretty high on him. But my goodness, to go from $8 to upwards of $50 plus in the matter of a week. That's, that's some pretty good money. And, you know, without like spoiling six, it too much, six I, or seven I, times it's, it's hard not to take that profit. Yeah. Like it's like a six or seven times uh, your money, right? Find me another, another exactly. avenue of investing where within a week you can make six or seven times your investment. Without going to jail. I probably couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> without going to jail exactly or or steal yeah exactly so exactly right um, like I, honestly I, I this was uh i i did not see this coming i think just because markstrom has been such an amazing player for the canucks all season long he was outstanding for them um in the first couple rounds of the playoffs uh really their mvp of the season and then all of a sudden they're down 3-1 and we get word that he's unfit to play and you got to throw the rookie demko in who's never played a playoff game in his life and what does he do oh goes out stops what 42 saves and then goes out and has another 48 save shutout performance in in game six like it, it's absolutely astounding what he's been able to do and Man, if he can win Game 7 tonight, which, again, odds are when everyone's listening to this, you'll know exactly what happens. But if he can win Game 7, like that card will not be had for under 60 bucks. I can even see that going as high as $75 by tomorrow morning, um, tomorrow or Sunday yeah. morning. Like, before he gets on the ice for, for Game 1 of the conference final, if they end up winning, that card will not be able to—well, to, that card will not be 50 bucks anymore. That'll be up at, in the $75 range. Um Let's talk about a couple other big-time performances uh, that are causing some cards to really take a big boost. And let's talk about some defensemen. Because uh, all of a sudden, I, I, I'm i just starting to kind of think that defensemen are worth investing in. And the old mm-hmm. guard would say, that's nonsense. No way. You you don't invest in defensemen. They just don't hold value. Um, and, and they just deteriorate all the time a couple years into their into their careers um, and we've seen it countless times where that's happening I mean you look like a, a guy like Shea Weber his card's only worth about 30 bucks you look at John Carlson about 30 bucks Hedman same price kind of you know 30 40 dollars and these are top top elite defensemen but I tell you what I think that this young group is gonna buck that trend and this amazing young crop of young defensemen that are in the league right now that are breaking records left, right, and center, I think will put D-men back on the map in terms of investing. I mean, let's break off and look a little bit at what's going on in some other sports. So the thought process in investing in football cards was always only invest in quarterbacks. Quarterbacks right. are the only ones who ever go up in value. Receivers, running backs— and especially defensive players as well, um, they always, always drop off and never hold value. 
Well, that's not really the case anymore. You're seeing wide receivers and running backs really start to climb big time in value right now. And if you look at the card prices and, and how much value of an of a value increase that these cards have had since the end of last season, Mike Evans, the wide receiver for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, is so far the biggest increase over the offseason at almost 600% of an increase. And of the top 10 list, eight of them were receivers and running backs. The only other two players uh, that exceeded was, I think, Drew Locke had a big-time uh, yep. big spike and Lamar Jackson. Other than that, it was all receivers and running backs. They're finally getting the respect. So I think that that could potentially transfer over into the hockey market where you look at all these defensemen who are playing outstanding, like McCarr, Hughes, Heiskanen. I think Darlene is going to be a player. You're really high on Adam Fox, another young defenseman out there. I think all these five players are going to just put defensemen back on the map, and people are going to be wanting these guys because they're out there scoring 80 to 90 points a season, something that's almost unheard of in the NHL, and they're going to be breaking records on a yearly basis and that's going to make these guys investable. They're, the demand's going to be high, and I think that for the first time, probably since Bobby Orr's rookie card, yep. I think that you should be buying these young defensemen and investing in D. What do you think of that? Listen, I don't think you're wrong. Um, it, and it's, it's, it's interesting enough, part of me, that you mentioned uh, – and, and, and again, it's really important to kind of sometimes venture off into other sports such as football and see what's going on there. Because for as long as I remember, like you said, people were saying, you know, only invest in quarterbacks. But as the trends and as the actual stats, and again, these numbers don't lie, right? So we know what's going on. Well, in the offseason, it seems like the best time to invest, at least for football, was not in the quarterbacks um, for making your money. And I think that's also the same in, pardon me, I think that's also starting to become the same in basketball. We're starting to see, um, you know, a lot more of the big guys getting some love, where typically speaking, you know, it was just the point guards, shooting guards, and small forwards. Yeah, and your but defensive I think that's, guys too. Exactly. And I mean, even in soccer right now, we're starting to see, uh, pardon me, in soccer now, we're starting to see more of the midfielders. But again, I think the game has also grown where the midfielders are starting to take a bit more, more of a gamble. Um, and then even in baseball, right? People always say don't invest in pitchers, but there's some times where there's exception to the rules. And in the game of hockey in general, I, I, I feel like you know, the, there's a lot of talented two-way defensemen. And I'm very, very, very glad that you also brought him Adam Fox because I feel like Adam Fox, while if he wants to be a stay-at-home defenseman, he's more than capable of doing that. But I'm telling you, his card prices right now and put him on a young up-and-coming New York Rangers team and a guy like David Quinn as head coach who doesn't mind if his defenseman pinch I'm telling you, I, I, I truly believe he and other guys like Makar, like Quinn, like uh, like Heiskanen, and there's so much young talent on the defensive blue line, or you know, even if they pinch up, maybe not on the blue line, but it, 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 and it's not just young guys too. Look at Eric Carlson. Obviously, last year, you know, he kind of took a step back due to injury, and and Brent Burns as well, but it. it Oliver Ekman Larson, like there, there are so many young defensemen who can be have for, for rather cheap. And Mike, I think you're onto something, right? I, I think that defensemen themselves are starting to get a lot more respect as they rightfully should. Coming into today, there were four defensemen, four of them, that were averaging over a point per game or a point per game plus here in these playoffs. Wow. Miro Heiskanen has 19 points in 15 games. Quinn Hughes, 16 and 16. Kale McCarr, 15 and 14. And Shea Theodore, 15 and 14. So he's another young player, that young defenseman who I need to start putting some respect on his name. I, I think I think we're seeing I think we're seeing a shift here where defensemen 
they're going to be among the they'll start to be considered among the league stars and get the respect that they deserve in no time. And I think investing in these big boys now while you can, while they're mm-hmm. still you know under a hundred bucks, well under a hundred for 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 most of these guys, I think that is a smart 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 buy. And uh, before I get your thoughts on that, let's just get into buy, sell, hold, the defenseman edition, and that's where you can expand on some of these guys. So you're ready to go for buy, sell, hold. So basically what I'm going to do is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you a name. I'm going to tell you the average price that this guy is going for currently oh. on the market, and you tell okay. me if you're buying, if you're selling, or you're holding at that price. Oh, man. Oh, I can't even lie. Uh, about half hour ago when you told me that we were playing this, I was a bit scared um, <laughs> because again, you know, um, everyone's going to have their own opinion on this, but with that, with that same thought process, I can't wait to go. Let's get this rolling. All right. Quinn Hughes right now, averaging about $75 on the market. you buying, you selling, you holding. Oh my goodness. Again, I don't know what they're going to do, but I'm holding. I'm holding Quinn Hughes. I'm holding too. I think that uh, Quinn yeah. Hughes is going to be an unreal talent. Um, and if he keeps going the way that he's going right now in the playoffs and he's a point-per-game player the rest of his career, like that's unheard of, unbelievable. And yeah. uh, that card will easily be up over $100. So I'm holding on to that. Kale McCarr, 90 bucks. Holding, Buy, holding, sell. holding. See, I'm selling no on McCarr. Okay. I'm selling on McCarr because they got $90. They just got eliminated from the playoffs. So if I can sell at 90 the fact that they're gone, they'll be out of sight, out of mind for a little bit. I could probably pick him up again uh, in the offseason or in a few weeks from now for or maybe a month or so from now. I could probably end up picking him up for around 70 to 75 bucks, and and, and I'll, maybe, I'll, yeah. I'll take that. So if I sell at 90 and then I just think to myself, okay, I just need to remember to rebuy when he goes back, when he regresses, it becomes a better price point for me. See, my thought process was that was, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but I believe he made his NHL debut last year in playoffs. Yes. And he had an immediate impact. I believe he even scored his first game. Um, and honestly, Kale McCarr has not really skipped a beat since. Nope. And I believe, personally, just just by watching these last playoffs, and I know I sent you a text saying, you know, Quinn Hughes looked a bit rough on the defensive end the other night in game, well, I guess that would have been game five. Mm-hmm. It, and, and honestly, he, he did look a bit rough. But to me, Kale McCarr but already looks six, like... He looked unbelievable. He looks like a polished seasoned veteran, and I feel like $90. And again, this is all speculative that defensemen are going to get a bit of love. But if they are going to get a bit of love, I I, I think with such an offensive-minded team in the Colorado Avalanche, Kale McCarr's cards are just going to get a tremendous boost in terms of growth. And I feel like for those average prices – I'm holding Kale McCarr because he's something special. I was holding up until about an hour ago when they got eliminated. I think that's where I, okay. I decide now. I'm Fair like, enough. okay, I should probably sell. And then in a couple weeks from now, that price will probably creep back down a little bit during the off season, uh, and then probably end up going back up again next year. But uh, that's all fair right. enough. Next up, Miro Heiskanen. You can Oof. get this guy's card. It's going for between thirty and thirty-five dollars. What are you doing? See, it's interesting. I I, I had Miro Heiskanen, um, but don't change just hear it me on out me, on this. Man. Don't change it I, on me. No, no, no. I'm not changing. Hear me <laughs> out. I'm selling him right now, as as I had him written down, uh, even before I knew that we were playing this game, because I figured. I figured his name would get brought up, so I, I, I did a bit of research on him. Um, so, so basically his average price was around $35. I'm selling him because I feel like Dallas, and yes, they went on to win, um, but I don't quite see them moving on to the Stanley Cup Finals, and I don't really see them winning the Stanley Cup Finals. But then again, what do I know? Uh, you know, the, this season or this playoff rather has been anything but predictable. But my thing is, he's talented. He is incredibly talented, um, 21 years old. 
what what can't he do but to the same thing as your logic i feel like i can realistically pick him up for 30 bucks again um before the start of the next season so i'm selling him to be honest if you want to sell him uh, i'll text you my address later because i'm buying at that okay. price man so you 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 give me i'll give you my address and you send that over i'll ship you out some paypal and we'll have a nice little <laughs> transaction there because i am buying miro heiskanen man this kid is unbelievable and if this happens where i think it's going to happen where these defensemen start to boom i think that heiskanen is going to be elevated along with this group since he's already a part of this group and you're going to tell me that quinn hughes and kale mccarr are going to sit there at or around 80 to 100 bucks then heiskanen's not going to see himself a, a decent increase from 30 I, th- I i find that hard to believe so if i can get him at 30 dollars, not even just for this year but even to to have him for you know a long-term piece a long-term investment i really do believe that this is a card that can get up in to the 50 or above dollar range um in the very near future and stay and hover around that price so i'm i'm buying uh, at at 30 bucks uh 35 dollars all right next up i got your man adam box Buy, 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 buy. Fifteen dollars is the buy. price. Fifteen dollars the price for him right now. Yeah, which, which to me, and and again, you know, I'm truthfully trying to take all the Homer picks, all the Homer um, <laughs> thought process out of the equation. I feel like Adam Fox is such a young, offensively minded, gifted talent, and again, you know. I did, I just feel like the Rangers have so many guys who are capable of putting the puck in the net and guys who also love to stretch the ice. Um, And that's really just going to complement his game. And whether or not he happens to be on a few shifts with a guy like Alexi Lafreniere, with Panarin, um, with Mika, who's also heating up, whoever it might be, I feel like by default, you you know, that's that's certainly going to going to to add a few assists to his stats. And I mean, who says that this guy can't put the puck in the back of the net? And again, original six team playing in, playing in New York on Broadway. And, and like you said, if defenseman starts popping off and if Rangers fans realize, hey, you know what? This card's starting, starting to be valuable. They'll buy it. $15 is criminally undervalued right now. I'm holding on Adam Fox. Um, oh, Mike. I'm holding on him. I, I'm I'm not going to sell, obviously. that's I think that he could go up a little bit, but I also don't think he's going to go up enough where I'm willing to risk it and buy at this price. So, therefore, I think I'm going to hold. Um, the only reason why I'm, I'm not as high as you are is because I, I, I look at that team and I look at him and I say, well, he's not even the best right-shot defenseman on the team. That belongs to Jacob Truba. And if you're really going to be the number two guy, I, I just don't see, you know, I don't see that value there. You know, I, I just, is he playing on, was he on PP1 or PP2 this year? I believe he was on PP2 at the start, but come playoffs, they kind of moved him up to PP1 just to try to generate some offense. But as you and I both know, three games is a really small sample size. And what happened in the playoffs? Jacob Truba did not step up. Well, no, they. Just, I'm kidding. They, no, no, they, they I'm, I'm kidding. The whole team I'm didn't just kidding. step up in the Rangers. No, the whole team didn't step out. up. Igor Shesterkin <laughs> was still injured, and uh, honestly, we got bit by a guy who I informed most people to to invest in his cards, and young Sebastian Ajo. That's yeah. exactly what happened, and he <laughs> burned us. All right, last one I got for you, and uh, he rounds out, in my opinion, what is this top crop of young defensemen, up and comers. Uh, Rasmus Dahlin. Uh, right now, his card's oh. going for about twenty-five bucks. What are you doing there? Really, twenty-five bucks. Um, honestly, I I thought from the moment this guy got drafted that you know what I, I didn't think the the hype was all there, or part of me I didn't think the hype was warranted. So I'm gonna hold. I would hold at that price. Um, Buffalo's just not a great market. I don't know whether or not he's going to get traded, but I'm not banking on that. So I'm going to hold until I have more information on, on what the market looks like. I'm buying Darlene. I think um, at 25 bucks, I can see this card once again, you know, doubling at some point in the next couple of years. Buffalo is not a, a great market, but they're not a bad market. Like I think they're small, but they're feisty. And there's a lot of hockey card collectors because, you know, living, I live in the falls, which is borders, Buffalo, pretty much. Right. I, I see a lot of collectors coming over from Buffalo whenever we have card shows. 
Um, and they have card shows over there themselves as well. So, you know, they may not be a large market, but in terms of investing, they're not bad. Like, they travel pretty well, I would say. And Darlene, I I think that he still is going to be an absolute freak of a defenseman, an unbelievable player. Um, It takes D-men sometimes a couple of years to get it going. And you look at the difference, Kale McCarr and Quinn Hughes, they've been playing here in North America their entire lives. Darlene has not. Darlene is still quite young. It's only his second season on North American ice. You know, it might take him a little bit to to, to get going. You know what I mean? So I I think that eventually Darlene will get up there and start putting up the the big boy points that you see Hughes, McCarr, and Heiskanen putting up right now. And hopefully so, right? I, I I mean, again, I don't necessarily want to see a guy like Rasmus Dahlin not succeed. Um, like I said, you know, the the sample size again, it, it's still two years. Like you said, he is getting used to that uh, uh, that North American I, um, ice size part of me, but that that's just me, right? I I feel like it's still soon, and let's see what happens at the start of the next season. And then from there, I'll make my decision. But for now, um, to me, he's just got hold written all over him. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right, let's open it up a little bit and uh, buy, sell, holds. Now we'll we'll talk about guys who were buying, who were selling, and who were holding, and we're opening it up to the entire league. Guys who are still in the playoffs, eliminated from the playoffs, you know, off-season pickups, guys who didn't make the playoffs, whatever. You literally can pick anybody you want uh, for buy, sell, hold. So give me a couple candidates here or uh, your main candidate for guy that you are buying right now on the market. Okay, so again, full disclosure, depending on on when people end up listening to this episode, uh, today is September 4th at 8.52 p.m. as of the recording of this, so I do not know whether or not my current pick to win the Stanley Cup Finals is going to even advance to the next round. Regardless, I feel like a somewhat local guy in Travis Konechny, his young gun right now, Mike, Honestly, you can find it anywhere from six to ten dollars Canadian shipped. Um, I, I I know that I have seen it um, even a bit higher, but for the most part, even if you want to extend that price range up to fifteen dollars, that doesn't even matter to me. This is a a younger player on a very talented Philadelphia Flyers team. Um, of course, if they end up going on to beat the Islanders. Hey, you know what? That card price should certainly um, start to go up a bit. But what I like most about him is his consistency. I believe it's back to back to back 24 goal seasons, which is not too, too far off from 30 goals. And again, from an investment standpoint, that's kind of the the plateau that I look at. Um, and, and he's pretty close to that. So for me, Travis Konechny's a great buy. I like it. I like it. For me, I've uh, I've got a couple guys here. I think Braden Point is somebody you need to go and buy right now. The fact that you can still get him for thirty bucks, I think, yeah. is is insane. Like that's criminally under. Basically, people are giving you money. They're like, here, take this money, take this value, take it. Go yep. ahead. Two weeks from now, you can flip it and double your money. Go for it. And that's what I think Braden Point could do because I really do believe in in the Tampa Bay Lightning. I think this is their year. They just have the deepest roster yep. out there, and I believe that Braden Point is the guy who is spearheading this right now. It's not Kucherov. It's not Palat. Stamkos is out. Um, you know, you can say what you want about the defense and goaltender because they're obviously top of the line as well, but Point is driving this offense right now, and at $30, it is an absolute bargain and he's somebody who i think could even win the con smite if they end up winning it and if that's the case that card is for sure for sure going to double in price so brayden point at 30 bucks that's my buy now candidate um if i could make an honorable mention i'm actually putting miro heiskanen at 30 bucks as an honorable mention buy now candidate i'm that strong on this kid and, and him as an investment 
Well, then in that case, I'm definitely going to have to also throw in um, an honorable mention, and that is going to be Miko Rantanen. And especially now that his team just got eliminated, um, I feel like you give it a week or two and his card prices will certainly come down. But as of this morning, before Game 7, I looked it up, the average sale price for Miko Rantanen raw ungraded young gun was $26.50 Canadian. And that, to me, much similar to, to Braden Point, that's a steal. I mean, you can say what you want about a, about a guy like Miko Rantanen, but aside from Nathan McKinnon, he was finding the back of the net. He was finding other players' sticks with tape-to-tape passes, and he's young. So um, hopefully one day when Colorado can finally make that push for a cup, he's going to be um, one of the main reasons for it. Who are you selling? Okay, selling. And I, I kind of went back and forth on this one. I'm selling JT Miller. Um so JT Miller, and again, we have no idea what's going to go on in, in Game 7, but uh, this is a card that I'm legitimately selling right now on eBay <laughs> as we speak. And it's funny enough, because just 20 minutes ago, um, there is another bid that went on it. So sorry if you heard my phone buzz. Um, so I was looking into it, and again, this guy, he's got an act for scoring, but... I truthfully feel like if you look at his stats, this breakout season, so to speak, for lack of better terms, didn't really happen until this season. Um, you know, kind of his first breakout season. And I, I feel like he can't really continue that. I feel like the playoffs, he's thriving and he's excelling. And again, you're not going to get tons and tons and tons of money for this guy. But for the most part, you could have bought his card for around $8 before the playoffs. So $8 for around $22, $24, depending on you know whether or not he wins. To me, that's a sell because I just don't see it getting much higher up from here. I would caution, though, whoever's listening to this, if the Canucks do make it through the next round, I would of course. hold it. Yeah. And and see what happens in the next round because that is a, a guy who I believe, if they do make it through... Um, I think that he's a guy who could keep climbing in value, though. But if they do get eliminated, he's definitely somebody who who would be a decent sell now candidate. Uh, for yeah. me, I'm gonna go off the board here, and you might think I'm crazy. Let's see. But I think I'm selling Nick Suzuki. That's that's very, very, very interesting. And I'm not saying it's wrong, but I would love to hear the reasoning behind that. Well, here's the thing with Suzuki. So he, he does have everything you want in a player, you know, plays for a strong market. He's 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 he put up great numbers in the playoffs, really solid uh, uh, rookie campaign for Montreal. I just don't know if he has the pieces around him to take his game to the next level. And right now, you can sell his card for about fifty bucks. Um, and and I just I I look at other guys who who I could invest in at fifty dollars right now, and I feel like I'd rather put my money towards some other players. To be quite honest with you, like I would rather get myself a, a Braden Point and a William Nylander who is going for about $20 right now and go get those guys for the $50 that I can sell Nick Suzuki for. Like two years from now, what do you think is going to be worth more money? A Nick Suzuki rookie card or Braden Point and Nylander? Well, of course, uh, you know, I would have to go with Braden Point just alone exactly. on himself. Exactly. Um, and then obviously, obviously, you know, uh, you can add in a guy like Willie Nylander there as well. Um, so I, I will give you this one for sure. The, the thought process behind that definitely made sense. And honestly, I feel like that's something that's rather really important to discuss for our listeners, right? Sometimes selling a card, taking a profit, and then using that money to invest in one, two, three different cards, you know, sometimes that might be better. And sure, said card can still go up in value after you sell it. But will it go up in value more than exactly what Mike said? And a guy like Braden Point and Willie Nylander, uh, more than likely, if I had to put money on it, I would say no. Yeah, like I think Nick Suzuki at 50 bucks. We know that traditionally after the rookie season, you look two, three years after the rookie year, a lot of guys' cards end up taking a massive hit and a massive dip. For sure. 
So a guy like Suzuki at 50 bucks, if he doesn't turn out to be a stud superstar, this is a card that you're probably going to be able to get for for 15 to 20 bucks, you know, a couple of years from now, unless he turns into a point per game player, which totally is in the realm of possibility. Like he's a he's a really talented kid. I'm just not sure if I see the talent around him to allow him to do that. And he's not That's as fair. much of a goal scorer as he is as a a um, playmaker. So I think that Suzuki, the fifty dollar price point, I don't see him going much higher than that. I think maybe his ceiling tops out around like seventy seventy dollars or so. So at fifty, I'm willing to take that money and invest it elsewhere into guys who I think will grow a lot more. So that was pretty much where I was going with that one off the board. For sure. But I think I was able to to convince you that it may actually be a decent idea, and I think you're thinking about selling a Suzuki. Maybe not. Um, <laughs> no, I, I mean, if I had one. Um, True. It, it it would be interesting. Um, actually, I got to check my collection but uh, to see whether or not I own one. But for now, uh, we'll, let's move on to what's next. Yeah, hold. Who are you holding right now? All right, so hold. I was astonished to see this guy's price, and, and I'm sure you can make an argument that this guy is also um, a pretty good buy. But for right now, I'm going to hold uh, Matt Barzell. Um, Matt Barzell mm-hmm. from the uh, from the New York Islanders. Um, as of this morning, you could find his cards anywhere ranging from thirty four to forty dollars Canadian. And what I found really interesting about this was this card was actually even higher um, on June twenty fourth. So I believe June twenty fourth was even uh, you know before what before this this second round of playoffs or whatever it might be so that i don't know that to me was just really interesting and i feel like matt barzell is a pretty good player um so 34 to 40 dollars i feel like it can only go up from here but then again you know also if it's only 34 dollars that might be a good buy i i think at 34 bucks that that's probably a pretty good buy for sure um i'd be buying you said you found one for 34 dollars online (laughs) <laughs> yes, sir. Wow. Did you pull the trigger? Uh, the, the, these were sold listings. Oh, okay, um, and okay. that so sold listing was first. September 2nd. So that was just two days ago as of the making of this. Um, and uh, Great steal you know, for that gentleman. So, or lady. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, that's another thing, too. Definitely got to get... Uh, Got to get everyone involved in the sports card game. But why don't you go ahead with your hold? Yep. And... Um, Maybe I can find like a buy it now comp price for Matt Barzell as well. I I, I do. I, to be honest, I think that's an absolutely fantastic option as a hold candidate. If he's hovering around forty bucks, um, I'm not selling him. Uh, I'm probably not buying much higher than that. But he's a guy who has a lot of potential that could grow a decent amount, especially if they end up winning tomorrow and going into the next round. Uh, so that's definitely a really good hold candidate for me. Nathan McKinnon. And this is interesting because he's a guy who's had a massive surge over the last little bit. A guy who, before the playoffs, he could have got his card for under 200 bucks. Probably could have got it for about $160, $180. And it's gone all the way up to 300 And a lot of people might be saying, oh, he's been eliminated. I got to sell now, sell now, try and max out profits. Don't. Hold it. Because Nathan McKinnon is turning into arguably the best best player on the planet. He is rivaling Connor McDavid right now. And you look at what Connor McDavid's rookie card is going for. It's going upwards of six to seven hundred dollars. It varies basically on the day, but we'll we'll call it six hundred bucks on the floor. Nathan McKinnon's only half that right now. I think yep. Nathan McKinnon at three hundred dollars is an absolute hold. Absolutely. Am I buying at that price? Maybe not, because he just got eliminated and it'll probably go down a little bit. Um and maybe if it dips to about 200 or 225 I might be willing to buy at that price. Uh, not quite at 300 But I'm certainly holding. I'm not selling. And, and, and watch this card eventually get into the four dollars $500 range in probably the very near future in the next year or two. I, that's going to be a talented team. And they're, they're going to win a cup. And if that happens, look out. That $300, you would be pissed at yourself if, if exactly. you sold it at that price. Yeah, no, Nathan McKinnon, just watching what he was doing, like, basically the last, what, two to three weeks since 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 even uh, 
pardon me, since even uh, the shoot, uh, man, can't believe the I'm losing rounds, words for or it. Whatever it was called. Uh, the the play-in rounds, right? I, I guess we'll call them that, or the seeding rounds. He Absolutely. was an absolute stud. I believe he's currently got like a 14-point playoff point streak, which is absolutely unbelievable. And, I mean, you would literally need to be blind, deaf, and mute to not realize that he's the absolute best player on that team. He's, he's incredible the way he uses his speed. And... You know, this is a guy who only a few years ago, sure, I believe only a few years ago, he was scoring about 60 points. <laughs> but the last couple years, let me tell you, I, I honestly, I think Mike said it the best. Nathan McKinnon is rivaling Connor, Mc, Connor McDavid, Connor McJesus for said spot of being best player on the planet. And I mean, $300 to, to most people, that might sound like a lot, but this is a card where I believe in the next two years will double that and should, at least in my opinion, for a raw and graded young gun, be around five to $600. Exactly, exactly, and that's why you're holding it. Um, really quickly, uh, what we like to do at the end of each episode is talk about our pickup of the month. Uh, what's a nice pickup that you've made this month that you'd like to share with the class? All right, so the pickup I made, uh, shout out to another one of my local stores here um, in in, uh, in Windsor, Ontario, Canada. Um, <laughs> this place is called Hulu's. It's on Wyandotte Street, downtown Windsor. Um, and Saudi Hulu's an absolute beautiful man. Um, been doing business with him for a long time. Great guy. But basically, I... I believe I shared this one with you as well, Mike. I think I paid thirty dollars uh, for so for thirty dollars. And again, this was the night after Denis Gurionov popped off for four goals. So I got four Denis Gurionovs, two Jake DeBrusque, and a few Kevin Fialas. And I know Kevin Fiala is a guy who we're pretty big on. And I got all that for thirty dollars. But then I just went off. I, I basically exited the store, was so happy. And at that point, Gurionov was going for 25 bucks a pop. Yeah. So, I mean, I only had to sell half of them, and I was already in the profit. Gurionov, we did a video for for, uh, for Bird's YouTube channel, Red Cape Sports, where um, I went on and I talked about my top five picks that are still in the playoffs. And this was what? This was just as round one was wrapping up? Yes. Uh, yeah. And one of my picks was Dennis Gurionov. And the video dropped the day, was it the day of? <laughs> the day of. It dropped, I want to say, <laughs> maybe like an hour, an hour into puck drop. Hour before puck drop. Yeah, hour before then, yeah. And, and, and Gurionov went off and scored four goals. I looked like a god. It was awesome. <laughs> and, and, that's, that and that's why we call you the hockey card guru. <laughs> and, well, dude, because going into that night, the card, you could have got a Gurionov for about, what, five bucks? Four or five bucks. And then it was <laughs> 5X that by the end of the night. It was insane. It was crazy. Um, and, and I went out. I made a couple good pickups. I, I was able to get some, some cheap Gurionovs before... Uh, before that happened as well. So I was super stoked about that. One of my biggest pickups of the month, I think, um, I, I grabbed a graded card. And for those new listeners here, um, graded, essentially, you can get them from either PSA or BGS. Well, there's a couple other smaller ones. But PSA and BGS are usually the ones you want to keep an eye out for. And it just basically lets you know of the condition of the card. Uh, and it goes, it ranks from 1 to 10, 10 being the highest. So I was able to pick up a Tyler Toffoli PSA 10 and a Victor Arvidsson PSA 10 combined shipped to my house cost me $52. Stop. Yep. Wow, that's uh <laughs> that's a pretty good pickup. And it's it's interesting, especially that you got to Foley because the Foley was having himself um a pretty good week. So um, I, again, I haven't quite looked into seeing what his card prices have done since he's found the back of the net a few times. But again, if Vancouver wins, and I'm sure this episode must be hilarious because, again, people listening to this will already know the end result. But <laughs> it seems like a pretty good buy. Well, I bought it just before the series started when he was still out. So he was still injured uh, when, when I purchased it. Um, but I, I kind of had a feeling that he was going to be coming back uh, and and he did come back, which is good. And and 
he's played decently well ever since he's come back. And it's looking like uh, right now there's no sold listings. Oh, the one sold listing is shipped. It's going for $60 shipped, but it's come from the state, so that's why the shipping is very high. Right. Uh, but sh- so 60 shipped there, but there's a whole bunch of listings up here for about 50 75 well, there's one that's $100. That's just insanely overpriced. But I would say that, you know, I was able to get it. I think this one I paid, uh, I think I paid 30 bucks for that one and then 22 for the Arvidsson. Um, wow. And and so from 30 to, to, to 50, 60 bucks, not bad, uh, not bad. And if they end up winning or if they've end up one and are now into round two or round three in the conference final, I like my chances of that card going up uh, even more. So that was one that Certainly. I liked a lot. Uh, all right, man. That was a good conversation. Really good. Uh, I enjoyed it, and, and that's going to do it for us here today on the podcast. I'd like to thank everyone for listening and supporting the show. You can subscribe to the Locked On NHL podcast on all podcasts and platforms. Receive daily hockey content. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Follow myself at Mickey underscore Canuck. Follow Bird at Bird underscore Bouchard. And also check out Bird's YouTube, uh, Red Cape Sports, where he details and uh, gets into sports card investing. Not just hockey. Hits up the entire sports card realm. And uh, I feature on that show a decent amount, I would say. And uh, we talk about hockey cards a lot more often (laughs) than just (laughs) once a month. So if you want more than monthly hockey card investing content, head over to Red Cape Sports. And uh, he'll have you you locked and loaded for all that. Bert, thanks so much, man. This is a good time. And absolutely, man. Always a pleasure. Can't wait until next month to make our viewers some more awesome and knowledgeable money. Hey, that's what we do, man. We're here to discuss what's going on in the market, discuss some of the biggest risers of the week, and help put a little extra cash in your wallets. And with that, going to send you guys off. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out uh, the Locked On NHL podcast. It's got another episode coming out on Monday. Enjoy the weekend, folks. For Bird, I'm Mike DiStefano. This has been the Locked On NHL podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.